0: welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility. But I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, It controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off, and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. It is Tuesday, and I'm recording this again on a Tuesday. Remember how I said I was going to work ahead a little bit so I wasn't so overwhelmed? Um, That didn't work so much because this last week, um, a wrench got thrown in our plans again with daycare being closed due to COVID or our kids not being able to go as they were exposed to COVID. Um, Yes, we're still doing that. And yes, that's still a thing. And that's all we're going to say about that. But anyway... They were home, and it was unexpected. And then my daughter ended up having a staph infection, which, long story short, she contracted from um, somebody else. And anyway, she had it, and so she, we just ended up keeping them home for the whole week. And Mark and I were going to record the podcast last Thursday because he it was his time to be a, a guest again on the podcast, which I was, I'm super excited about, but we couldn't record because we had both kids at home. And then today is his birthday. And so he is out doing this thing, golfing with the boys. And here I am recording this. So The intention is that Mark and I will record the next podcast together. I cannot wait. We're going to talk a lot about all the things I wouldn't let him do while we were trying to conceive. And um, I realize it now, it was quite insane of me. But you know what? There is somebody out there that is identifying hard with this. And you're not alone. I was also insane. And we're going to talk about it next week. We're going to talk about the male's perspective with that. Uh, And we're also going to talk about how, like, I was feeling to make it come out um, in being what I wouldn't let him do. Okay. Anyway, dive in next week. Super excited. Um, But today, I want to talk a lot about being overwhelmed because this has been a current thing that is going on in my life right now is I'm feeling a different level of overwhelm than I normally feel. And... The girl, that girl that um, is my avatar, I actually named her Maggie. So um, what an avatar is when you're podcasting is it's it's who you designed the podcast for, right? And so my avatar is a woman in her like mid twenty to mid-30s. She appears like she has it all together. And by all together, I mean... She- organized, happy, regulated. Um, But really deep down, she's hurting. She's had more negative pregnancy tests than she's wanted to ever see in her whole life. She doesn't really know what to do next. She's starting to feel like a failure. She's wondering where the money's gonna come from, from for any of the treatments that are possibly being recommended. And everyone around her is getting pregnant and having families and having all the joy that she wants. And... So I don't know, I was really identifying hard this week with that person that I created to be a part of this podcast, like to be that that audience that I'm, I'm talking to. And I feel like I'm really talking to her right now, right? She's sitting on the couch, she's listening to the podcast, and she is feeling overwhelmed. And not necessarily with just fertility treatments, but with just anything in life. And the reason why I bring this up is that it's maybe not going to be 100% infertility related or fertility related. But I just remember going through all this stuff and my mental health starting to plummet, right? I was not okay. And even though I appeared okay... I was not okay. And overwhelm set in so often for me. It wasn't just like if I was too stressed at work or something was happening or this or that. It was, it could happen at the drop of a a phone call, for example. So let's say I was pretending to have it all together and I would get my period that day when I was not expecting And somebody would call and want to drop by unexpectedly to the house. And I would just lose it. It was just too much for me. I was just too overwhelmed with what I was experiencing. And I didn't handle it well. And I want to dig into that with you. So I I just never felt like I had enough time, right? Or that I had this like expectation in my head of how things should be, right? This is how I would start to get the overwhelm. And um, if you're anything like me, I'd have all these expectations in my brain. Of course, ones that I created and um, I would think they're realistic. I would think, hey, yeah, I can get all the laundry done. I can get the dishes done. Oh, I, I probably need to mop the floor too. And all this stuff when I was just like packing up to go on vacation, right? Or if I only had like two hours of time, I thought I could do all of these things. In reality, like the expectations I put in my head, they were. it's not that they were unrealistic because they were very realistic. Like I could fold the laundry. I could get the laundry folded and put away. But the timeline and the sub, uh, subsequent activities I had after that to do as well, that was unrealistic. And so then I would start to spiral and stress into things like that I had according to like the plan in my head when the plan in my head was actually not even a plan, but a dream that could never really happen unless I was like Hermione Granger, (laughs) you know, like I could just wave a wand and everything would be perfect and fine. And my overwhelm would completely go away because everything in my life would be controlled. The laundry would be folded and put away. The floor would be washed. um, Dishes would be done. All those things. Right. If that was done the overwhelm would go away. Which I felt better when things were neat and tidy because I could control that, but the overwhelm didn't go away. It just manifested over and over because I really left it untreated. I didn't acknowledge it. I didn't have the healthy coping tools to support me through things and so I would become easily overwhelmed and so let's dig into what overwhelm actually is and okay I'm like have a side note do you guys remember that movie 10 things I hate about you and <laughs> the two <laughs> si- the sister and her friend were like I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed but can you ever just be like overwhelmed and she's like I think you can in and whatever country it was um so anyway when i was digging into this a little bit of what, like what overwhelm was uh, underwhelm came up and i just laughed because <laughs> so dumb but i love that movie okay so overwhelm is when you are overcome with an emotion as a result of something like stress, work, feel a failure, all those things, that is just too much to handle. So overwhelm is when you're overcome with an emotion as a result of something, like a trigger or an experience, and it's just too much for you to handle. And what I've noticed is I get more overwhelmed when I have um, not implemented coping tools or I haven't tried to use coping tools or I have unhealthy coping tools, okay? You know, previous things that I would get overwhelmed about would be unexpected guests coming to my house because, let's be honest, I I love a clean house, but I don't always have time to have a clean house, right? That's unrealistic for me and my expectations and um, just what I'm doing, okay, during the day. It's I don't always get to my house being clean, um, so it overwhelms me significantly. The other thing that I easily get overwhelmed with is um, just the amount of things in the environment. Like if it's if it's too loud, if someone's trying to talk to me, if I have a thought in my head that I like I may be stuck on, and somebody's trying to have a conversation with me, and then something annoying is happening in the background like with noise and it just it's too much input into my brain and I get overwhelmed okay and for me lately I've been getting this feeling of overwhelm when I don't have enough time or I didn't do something or I'm like getting it from every single angle like I just feel like I'm not good enough here and I'm not good enough there or I didn't pay that bill like the second I got it so I'm not good enough there And it's this spiral of not being good enough. It's too much. I'm a failure type of a thing. When in reality, it's been like a hot five seconds. And I went from being like pretty much okay to like lying flat on my back, like with a white flag just surrendering for the day because it's just too much. And a lot of times when it's just too much for me too, I like snip and I snap and I usually take it out on the people that are closest to me and that I love and I I don't love that and I used to feel like this a lot And, and I mean and sometimes I actually still do right even if we like learn how to cope and we know what's going on around us things are still gonna pop up and they're still gonna happen and I I can actually remember very vividly putting quite a Bit of pressure on me to get a bunch of stuff done, and I ended up getting my period that day, which I obviously didn't want and wasn't expecting. And I was just overcome with it, and I I couldn't handle it. And I remember letting. A few people down in that situation because I just had to tell them I didn't feel good because I couldn't cope with what was happening and I couldn't figure out how to move past it. It was just too much for me to handle. So I, I completely shut down. And I want you to know that it's completely okay to feel overwhelmed. And I think it's completely okay to not be okay. But at the same time, it's not a place that I love to be, and I'm sure it's not a place that you love to be. But know that it's okay to be totally overwhelmed and imperfect and sitting in this mess of emotion and guilt and not feeling good enough for anything and and knowing that you'll eventually be okay. You're going to be okay. And I fully believe that you're going to be okay. Not because I think I can wave this magic wand like Hermione Granger, right? But I just really believe in the mindset work that we can do as individuals going through this time and and just the self-work that you can start to feel okay again. A lot of times you'll see that couples going through infertility You know, they'll post that they're still sad or the sadness is always there. You know, grief hit me like a ton of bricks this week with Corbin. And I'm not going to say that this is never going to happen because it's going to happen. But I also think there's something beautiful, too, about experiencing that overwhelm or that intense amount of emotion. And in this sense, grief and knowing how to cope and and learn to work through it in a in a deeper capacity, so honestly, I feel like if you're vibing hard with this, it, it's time to like go see a therapist, right? because this is no way to live and and therapy has truly helped me so much see that I am good enough and I am worthy, and yes, I still feel overwhelmed, uh, but I don't have that feeling of like I can't get through this anymore, like I know what to do, I know I can take my deep breaths. And like reset the emotion, right? I know what I need now to support myself through the overwhelm, okay? And I want you just to know, too, that that you can be supported through the overwhelm. That it's okay to feel like this, but it's okay to learn how to pull yourself through it, too. I always remember being so overwhelmed in the thick of infertility that I never thought I could work on myself, It, it like, never crossed my mind that self-care had a space in fertility treatment. And, man, I so wish I did. I so wish I had started to navigate this while I was going through that because, I mean, I'm on fire now, right? Like, I am living the life of my wildest dreams. And I just wish... I was able to do that sooner and th- and through a really hard time. So, okay, here's a few things to help support you get through a big emotion right now or the overwhelm right now. Okay, take a few deep breaths. I always use the rule of three. Whenever I'm at that, like, moment of overwhelm and I don't know what's going to happen and I'm just, like, bubbling up to the surface, I take three long Deep breaths. And I don't say anything until those three deep breaths are done. Because I honestly every single time have like a layer lift off me when I do that. I feel more calm. And I've already had like a few seconds to figure out how I'm going to react. And it can usually get me in that more rational mindset versus that emotional mindset. Okay. So three long deep breaths. Okay. Uh, The next thing, too, I would talk like verbalize it. Get out what you're feeling. Like, I am feeling really vulnerable and embarrassed right now that you are in my house and it is a freaking disaster. Okay. That's going to help me get out how I'm feeling. And nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10, the other person will be like, you know what? It's okay. Thanks for letting me in the house. I now have let go of this so much. I mean, I still like a clean house, but I honestly get thanked more when my house is a mess because they're so grateful that I have a connection with them, that I am allowing them to come into my home when it, when I feel the most vulnerable, right? When it's not clean and it's not perfect and it's such a gift to people. And they've commented on that to me, um, the next thing I do is, like, brain dump, and I just get it out. And, like, the more unstructured it is, the better it is. Sometimes you just have to write unstructured, throw in the brain dump of everything that's in your brain, set a timer for five minutes, and just go. It probably won't even take you five minutes. And honestly, you feel so much better. A lot of times, like, that brain dump can go into, like, why you're feeling anxious about something. And then... um, the last thing I do is break it up right if I'm feeling overwhelmed with like the amount of to-do lists that I have I break it up into four separate sections so um it's actually I don't know where I learned it but I think it's super brilliant so on the top so like let's do two boxes on the top and two boxes on the bottom so on the top left box it's um I put as important, so that column is important, and then the box next to it on the the right, that column is unimportant, and then that first row, so on the box on the left, it's urgent, and then on the second row, so the bottom, or yeah, the bottom one, it's um, non urgent. Okay, and so you have this box of things. So that first box is urgent and important. The second box on the top is urgent and not important. And then on the bottom, it's important but non-urgent. And then that last box is non-important and non-urgent. And sometimes I will write that out and I'll put the things that are in my head of things to do. And if it's in that urgent and important, uh, then, yeah, we, we figure out how we get that done. Okay? We, we prioritize prioritize those first. If it's not important and urgent, I delegate it. So can somebody else do this? Because it's urgent, but it doesn't mean that much to me. So can somebody else get that done? The the next box down, so on the second row, but the first column, is important but non-urgent and so that's something you can schedule right that doesn't have to be done today you can schedule that but it's important enough to get in your schedule and then anything that falls in the non-urgent non-important box I just like totally nix I don't even do just get it off of your to-do list say no and so um, I've used that tool a lot when I've been feeling overwhelmed and it's been really helpful so okay There you go. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.